0: And to continue the conversation, I'm joined from Minneapolis by former NBA player, Royce White. Royce, a lot of athletes are using their voice to talk about social justice, but you're taking a leadership role. How come? I think
1: it's important for athletes to, to take leadership roles. I think athletes are uh, groomed perfectly to, to be able to lead their communities and, and to be able to lead the world.
0: Now, you just organized a huge march in Minneapolis, in your hometown, uh, in the same city where George Floyd was killed. What, what's the feeling you have right now about your city, the way they showed out?
1: Well, I think you know, history will look favorably, uh, favorably upon us. Uh, you know, we, we definitely ignited something that went across the entire world. And you know, we fought for the right things. We had the right moral position. We had the high ground. And uh, the people of the Twin Cities and people of Minnesota went out and and went to battle with the state. And, uh, you know, we we found ourselves victorious in the first first few battles, Um, but the war is definitely not over.
0: Now, you said peaceful marches are what the media don't want people to see. What's the most inspiring thing you've seen over the last few days?
1: Well, over the last week, we've done, you know, three marches, probably 40,000 people. And there hasn't been one fight. So I think for me, what we're able to do with the marches is one, exercise our, you know, our freedom and and kind of reestablish our sovereignty uh, as a community and also uh, just kind of show and debunk the need for this hyper-policing of our communities. So, um, you know, under normal circumstances, you would need a permit, you would need this, you would need that, you would need all these things to ensure, you know, the security and safety of, of people at, uh, at, at that level at that at that number um, and for us to go out and have a peaceful protest and you know walk around the entire city you know walk onto a bridge even uh, stop a federal highway uh, and, and not have one fight is is exactly what it should be you know we, we don't believe that the community is as violent and rabid and in and, and need of policing uh, the, the same way the state, the state does.
0: Now, Colin Kaepernick has been a divisive figure in your country, someone you said you've taken inspiration from. Do you think George Floyd's death will cause people to look at Cap's message in a, in a different way?
1: Well, I think the people that were on the other side of Cap's message uh, are firmly there. Um, I, I don't think they're there based on genuineness in the first place. So I, I don't You know, I don't assess their position uh, on that front as being a genuine position from the premise. So um, I don't know how many people we convert over, um, and I'm not really sure how many people are on the fence. I'm sure some people who are on the fence may may come over. I don't see anybody going the other way back towards the police. I know that, or at least they shouldn't be uh, after what we saw. So, you know, I think Colin Kaepernick uh, was a prophetic figure, and the fact that he's still being blackballed Speaks to the hierarchy of injustice in this country. And uh, as I spoke to the, the rally members yesterday, I told them that, you know, we don't just face a social injustice. And I don't know if we face a social injustice at all. I think it's a corporate injustice. And, and America's a super corporation. And in all of their uh, smaller corporations like the NFL, but many others as well are allowed to do things like blackball a Colin Kaepernick with no repercussion, you know, no real repercussion, no significant repercussion. And so the fact that he still can't find a quarterback job, uh, in, in my opinion, is a sign of, of a trend, you know, a sign of a, a meta narrative here in, in the United States.
0: You walked away from the NBA due to your anxiety. Now you're on the front lines lending your voice to this cause. Where are you finding that, the inner strength to, to lend your voice uh, and, and, and put, put yourself out there?
1: Yeah, I never walked away from the NBA. <clears throat> the NBA uh, blackballed me because I challenged their mental health policies. I, I, I rightfully challenged their policies. I said that mental health was the biggest social issue we faced, and not only did they have an epidemic of mental health uh, issues within the ranks of their players, uh, coaches, trainers, GMs, whoever, but that all but also that as a corporation, uh, they needed to take a firm stand on mental health uh, going into to the new world. And that was seven years ago. And We certainly are in a new world now where, you know, mental health is the talk of the town. And, and even they have tried to jump on that bandwagon. But but once again, you know, they fail to see the importance of repentance. They fail to see the importance of going back and, and saying when you've been wrong. And, You know, in that way, you see a similarity between big corporations and the state and and these police departments. You know, I I heard a few black leaders say something that I thought really resonated was that what the black community is looking for is when these situations happen, like George Floyd, uh, that the officers or the people involved just come out and say, my bad. You know, I heard Jamie Foxx say, my bad. Can you can we just hear you say my bad? and, you know, they failed to do that. And part of that is because, you know, it's a tough position to, to defend, right? And the other part of it is that people, you know, they don't want to be sued there's all type of financial interests involved. So, you know, my situation with the NBA is of that cloth, right? Is, is I was undoubtedly right about the mental health epidemic. It's widespread, it's global. Uh, and, and we're seeing more of that, more and more of that every day. And uh, the NBA doesn't like people like me traditionally anyway. They don't like truth tellers. So,
0: Hey, Royce, we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, thank you so much for sharing this uh, insight, especially from the front lines. Appreciate it and uh, stay safe.
1: Thank you, man.